Greek. And that's the second word of the second. Wait, first. First of a part two? Part. Two part, part two? We're doing it backwards, part two, then we're going to yeah. part one. We're not, we're not tied down. Yeah, even I'm confused. Doing it in order? Yeah. Uh, this is part one or two, depending on what order you decided to listen it in. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, of uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier <laughs> Spy. <laughs> we'll upload this one and then wait a week and then we'll upload the first part and then you'll know what we were talking about. Are you the mole? Um, no. I'm not. I'm loyal. Alright, so I am I, loyal. I'm, I'm almost scared to, but both of you guys recap what we covered in part one very briefly. There are a whole bunch of spies. Well, Oh, spies, yeah, yeah, spies. <laughs> I'm not going to help. I was thinking moles. <laughs> There's one mole. There's a war going on. A war of spies. Between Britain. And? Russia. Yes. There's a country called Hungary involved. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, There's a mole in the British Yeah. MI6. There's one guy used to be in charge, but then they kicked him out. And now they're bringing him back to figure out Secretly. who the mole is. Yeah. Because but the top guys don't know. Yeah, because they might be in on it. Well, one of them knows. Because one of them is the mole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're at. <laughs> uh, well, we're now we're at uh, Peter, just uh, Peter Gwillem, played by a Benedict, a Cumbersnatch. Uh, He's helping Cumberbatch. He uh, just got the files that he needed. <laughs> Whoa! And he just learned that Ricky Tarr's in London. Ricky Who? Tarr played by Tom Hardy. Matt Hardy. Who also played in movies such as... Mad Max Fury Road. And... Hellboy. No. What's the one with the bear? Oh, bear. Revenant? Revenant. And? Uh, Harry Potter. No. <laughs> Thick darkness is shot. That's not the name of the movie. Dark Knight Rises. And Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. And Inception. Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. <laughs> He's a good actor. Is he your favorite actor? No. Nope. Yeah, TV show. Did you watch it? I did. Did you like it? It wasn't bad. What, what was his part in it? He was the main guy. The main guy. He had taboo powers. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. He had taboo powers? <laughs> he did. What's taboo powers? Like talking to the dead and stuff. Oh, you could talk to the dead? Yeah. It wasn't supposed to. Was it a miniseries or a show? It was a show. Oh. It was like is only... It, is it like a British-style show where you only have like three or four episodes a season and think... then it's like two years before another season? What I think it was, it was like eight, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Taboo. It's on FX, wasn't it? I think. I watched it on Amazon, I think. Weird. Wait, why'd you watch it on Amazon? I don't remember. Did you pay for it? I think. You paid for a show? I did. But you're not going to pay for... <laughs> for what? The line... There, the queue is long. It is. Shows you, need to, you should be paying. For. I don't know how that one got in there, but it did. <laughs> that one, you, that one you deemed worthy. I know I talked about it with people at work, so yeah, that was the cause. All right, Ken's bizarre watching habits aside, let's get back into Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. Um, Peter goes back to the hotel that uh, Smiley has been staying at, and he sees Ricky's been. Well, I think he walks in. He's like, I am so mad. Apparently, Ricky's back, and no one yeah. told me. We need to look out. And then he kind of looks over, or Smiley looks over, and Ricky's kind of like chilling on, on the couch. couch. 
and hey um hey boss i'm sorry i didn't come back home sooner <laughs> and peter's like he's a double agent he punches him in the face and, and blood pours out yeah after well, he sits up like, blood he punches him in the face like three or four times yeah, yeah. he doesn't really fight back uh, <laughs> he probably knew it better and Smiley's just, after a few punches, just get him off of him. <laughs> he he doesn't say anything, though. He doesn't say anything. He just nods his head, like, at yeah. the situation. Yeah. Just I didn't think about that. Like, he had an extra guy there because he knew, like... Because <laughs> Smiley knows everything. He does. Except who the mole was. Which, in this part, yeah. Except for that. <laughs> in this part... Uh, Unless he is the mole. Even Peter was like, you do know everything. Because... Um, He's like, why didn't you tell me that Ricky was here? And then he's like, oh, wait. You might have known I was going to that meeting. Well, why didn't you tell me we were at this new meeting place? And he's like, oh, wait. It, because if they had caught me, then they would know this new place, and they would find Ricky. Target. <laughs> Yata! And then there's a, like a, the peace sign. Yata <laughs> means we did it. Or I went in Japan. Japanese. <laughs> um, Smiley says Ricky... Uh, Asks Ricky what day he was supposed to like uh, send the telegraph to headquarters. November twenty second. If if dang, <laughs> so I thought you had it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Three a.m. and uh, Smiley pulls out the files that Peter just got. And guess where those? Guess where that log is? It's in the trash. It's not in the It's missing because someone ripped it out clearly covering the tracks he said mm-hmm. and you can't put it back in because it's not loosely and he asks Peter do you think that's a coincidence and, and he's, he's like no and he asks about 3,000 pounds and he's like someone's obviously trying to set up Carla, to, like, he's like this him. is a small price to pay to keep yeah <laughs> <laughs> doesn't Smile say it was Carla probably he's like yeah. that's right yeah it's an easy price I mean, for him I mean it... <laughs> <laughs> just do a British accent <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> All you could do is Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we get to the scene that's like the Oscar clip for uh, Gary Oldman because he decides to relate the story. So we have a conversation with himself. Yeah, where he meets, where he met Carla back in 1955, and I have the clip. I have some of the clip where he loses his lighter. And uh, I'm going to play some of it. This isn't the whole scene. Kind of gives it, kind of doesn't. This isn't the whole scene. Um, I'm not sure what all is covered in this clip, but we'll fill in the gap, so to speak. So, Blue's going to do, we can too. I give him the usual pitch. Come to the West and we can give you a comfortable life. Ah, it starts there. So, yes. Uh, He's interrogating him. Yeah, he's relating a story when he was... um, uh, uh, there were a bunch of agents jumping shit from the Soviet Union, essentially. And um, Smiley went to go try and sign him up to come join them. And, and he mentions get, to... Get a layover. Yeah, this is where he mentioned to... He's talking to Peter during mm-hmm. this part. Right. They've been drinking quite a bit. Yeah. And he's just telling them about the time he met Carla. Mm-hmm. And um, he, had, he had a 24-hour layer at layover. And... Um, so he had like that amount of time to convince this one guy to come over to him. Yeah, and um, it didn't work. And this <laughs> this summary just basically has the whole monologue. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll. You should do it instead of playing the clip. That'd be funny. 
We can all do it together. That's a really long haul. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Let's just play this again. Let's see. I give him the usual pitch. Come to the West and we can give you a comfortable life. After questioning. What did he say? Talking to an empty chair. You have a wife, don't you? Yeah, I brought you some cigarettes, by the way. Use my lighter. We can arrange for her to join you. We have a lot of stock to trade. If you go back, she'll be ostracized. Think of her. Think about... Her kept her. Hoping not about the damn wife. I'm telling you more about me. I should have walked out, of course. But for some reason... And it seemed important to save this one, so I go on. We're not so very different, you and I. We both spend our lives looking for the weaknesses in one another's systems. Don't you think it's time to recognize there is as little worth on your side as there is on mine? All right. So yeah, <laughs> how'd you guys feel about that scene? Was it? You guys seem to have a long dialogue. Seems scene seemed to be your guys' kryptonite. That was fine. Oh yeah, I like this one. Like, it was cool. Elaborate. Um. Well, I think it's a little bit later. Like that wasn't all of it. What you played, I don't think, because yeah. I think he well, it keeps uh, going. Yeah, he um. I really liked at. That part, like it's immediately after that part. I think he's like, yeah, he didn't say anything the whole time. Did he mention the lighter in the? Yeah, scene? that it was a gift from his wife. Yes. Yeah, had an inscription on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to George from Anne, or with love, something and... like that. And to George from Anne, all of my love. Yeah, and he doesn't get anything. Yeah, from him, he j- he didn't even take the cigarettes. He just took the lighter, and. <laughs> I think he, I think it was in the clip you played where he's like, "Yeah, I talk about my wife a lot, really telling him more about me than him anything about him," mm-hmm. which comes back later. Yeah, and um, which was a mistake. Yeah, in the spy game. Um, and like, I don't know. It was just like it was a cool scene because like you still see how good Smiley is at it, but it was cool getting to see without actually seeing it his kind of counterpart. Like there is someone as good as him on the other side. Yeah. Would you have preferred a flashback? Uh, that's what I probably would have done if I was making the movie, but this was really cool. Like, um, It left such a big impact on him. And I really like this part, too. Uh, at the very beginning, before he started the part that you played, mm-hmm. he's describing the room, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's, it was hot. Um, he says like the color of the walls. He says like well, yeah. where he was sitting. He says where he was sitting. This is clearly like a huge sore spot for him as well. And, like, everything is so, like, vivid about it to him. Yeah. And then um, 
Afterward, Peter asks, what did he look like? And he says, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was really cool just getting it, like, he got played so well mm-hmm. when he's usually playing everyone else so well. Right. Um, and uh, basically, uh, Carla, whenever, that's not his real name, obviously. That's a, like a spot. That's a code name. And uh, he d- decided to go back to Russia or the Soviet Union instead of yeah. be go to the West and well, not only go to the West, but go back to the Soviet Union where they were pretty positive they were going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> when then, in fact, I think he was actually just playing them to get information to a degree. Um, or he was able to save his own skin with the information that he had, I guess is the implication you could take from that. Cause he's now in a position of power back in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he doesn't, I, I, I like this scene a lot too. Probably my favorite in the whole movie. Um, Patrick. I agree. Ooh. Why'd you like it? I don't know. You say it's your favorite, though? No, the out part was my favorite. <laughs> it's definitely, um, I think it's a smarter choice to go f- for just holding on to Gary Oldman rather than going to a flashback. Flashbacks are so overdone. Um, but you could also counter-argue that this is a movie and it's a, there's a lot of show-don't-tell, which this movie... Uh, goes for a lot more show than telling and this is one of the ma- most major instances of it you explicitly walking through it without you know being obvious of you're able to gauge that this is a pretty important part to uh, important thing to smiley um and it builds up carla quite well even though we never see his face in the movie it's not like um like, Can we not the see third him? man what at the end you don't, see the you don't see his face, though. Yeah. Oh. Um, and there's obviously sequels to this, which would have been cool. I don't know if they'll ever make them, the, the other two in this, but um, I know how this series ends, because I looked at it, and it's a nice little um, arc that the two have throughout the three books. Um, but yeah, that's the big Gary Oldman I'm sure that's the clip that they showed during the Academy Awards because he carries. He's such a good actor, like so good, <laughs> such a smart decision just to let an actor do what he knows how to do so well. And um, okay, so let me see where are we? Oh, uh, after he tells them all this, he's like, uh, after today, Peter, since they are now like they they, they knew you were snooping around, so to speak. You need to assume that they're watching you. And if there's anything you need tidied up, um, yeah. now's the time to do it because the pressure's on now. So Peter goes home and there's a guy sitting there and the Grand implication papers. is there that he is uh, in a gay relationship with that guy. Uh, Peter um, doesn't sit down to talk to him. He's just, he, there's a guy sitting at the table doing a, I'm not sure what he was doing. Was he like working on a crossword puzzle or something? I thought it was grading papers. He says something like, I feel like sometimes they're all sharing the same moronic brain. Mm-hmm. And he keeps on like Xing something out. And I was pretty sure he was like some kind of professor or something. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at some of my fun facts now. <laughs> oh, in the book, uh, Peter is straight. In the movie, they made him gay as a creative decision according to Benedict Cumberbatch sexuality was a very powerful tool then Gillum Gwillem sorry uh, keeps his homosexuality secret because he is so open to blackmail it necessitates a certain amount of secret 
secretiveness, which goes hand in hand with the spying. So they added that, you know, just for a little added tension, which, you know, works. Um, and uh, he's sort of just standing there, and he turns around, or his uh, partner notices that he's not talking. And yeah. He like looks over, it's like, what's wrong? And then they cut to, he's obviously said, I breaking up with you and um it's all sort of silently done and he just said the other guy is like packing a whole bunch of stuff if there's someone else you can tell me i'm a grown-up and he leaves his key and he doesn't answer yeah he leaves his key and then after he leaves peter starts crying yeah so bummer for him but you know it's the spy game bro spy just looking there could be a guy over there could be we out (laughs) patrick you need to talk more what? you just silently sit there <laughs> you're gonna be no one's favorite character it's fine <laughs> it is no it's not fine you need to we have to compete three ways for everyone's attention well how did you feel about this scene i thought it was unnecessary why because there was so much more going on in the movie that didn't really matter it develops peter's character though that's fine <laughs> <laughs> It's fine now. Is it fine as in like it's good that it develops his character or what? Elaborate. Ah, I just didn't really care for it. Hmm. It was fine. What about you, Ken? Um I I kind of agree it wasn't like super important, but they did it very quickly, so like even if they're a minute long. Yeah. And they conveyed a lot of stuff in that minute, so yeah. I'm fine with giving it to them. I say it's necessary, well, I make the point that it's well added for the point that uh, it ties into this after what Smiley's been saying of personal attachment in this business is a very double-edged sword, and being gay at this time is obviously, you know, you can't really be public about it. I don't don't think it was illegal at this point in England. It was at one point, though, Um, and... uh, because right after this scene, we go back to the Christmas party where we have the linen Santa and they're singing yeah. the Russian national anthem in a mocking way. Everyone's like, pretty drunk. Why the fuck do you know your enemy's national anthem, guys? <laughs> pretty sure ISIS isn't around singing <laughs> the uh, national, the American national anthem. It should be. Well, they'd be making fun of it. So, yeah, well, that's the big point. Yeah. I guess you're right. Um, Eating those missiles. Do you American think, missiles. I was thinking about this. Do you think that Santa had, like, presents? Because it cut away before he gave out any, but Did he brought have... a bag that had stuff in it. Do uh, Santa's at adult parties ever have presents? Sometimes. That's when? in the office. That's not real life. That's exactly what it's adult party, though. And there's a Santa there. All right, I'm any actual experience in that happening, though. What do you think, Ken? No, 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 no. It's... It, it's Ken's you... question. Yes or no? I don't give a fuck. It's also my podcast. I'm allowed to participate. It's, uh, one third of your podcast. I don't give a fuck. It's all of our podcast. Two thirds says the Santa has presents. What do you think they were? Two thirds do not say the want. Santa has presents. You asked me if you thought the Santa had presents. <laughs> Idiot. What do you think? I don't know. This, this is was the 70s, so. Probably yeah. nothing. Cigarettes, probably. Or I was wondering if they had, like, jokey, like. Here's... Oh, you mean like funny Russian? Cookies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's like a bear. A, like those chocolates that are filled with vodka? Have yeah. you seen those? No. Russian candy. That doesn't sound that good, doesn't at sound all. Very good at all. I know. 
You'd hope condoms, but obviously that wasn't the case because <laughs> a lot of we had the AIDS crisis not too long after that. What else do they like in Russia? Potatoes, Esting dolls. That's true. Those are kind of cool. My mom had some of those. Your mom's the mole. What? Ah! Gonna call her right now. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> no, she'll kill me. <laughs> yeah, because she, Russia. She is the mole. Russia. <laughs> Her name is Petrov. <laughs> um, uh, Smiley. I did like that. Uh, Esther House is there, and he obviously is not cool with him saying because uh, a little backstory on him is he was uh, from, or Russia. what, Eastern European country, something like that. But he he has a. We'll learn more about him in a bit, but uh, in this one, there's a nice character choice of him sort of frowning and not singing along with everyone. Yeah. Isn't that where we see Smile's wife? Smiley. Smiley. Outside. Are you just going to keep saying Smiles? Smiley. So his wife is outside and we see her with being groped no one. by... Well, we see her just making out with someone. Yeah. We don't reveal who yeah. it is yet, um, but she's getting but, her butt squeezed. But Smiley knows who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll find out in a minute. to go. Now we go back to the present day of um, Smiley meeting with a technician who's played by another... Sorry. Um, pretty well-known English character actor. Stephen Graham is in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, he's in um, This is England and Public Enemies, Boardwalk Empire. I'm surprised you didn't immediately jump to that. Yeah, I can't remember the scene right now. Uh, he played Al Capone. On Boardwalk Empire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was he not your favorite character on there? Yeah, no, he was. <laughs> what was your favorite scene with him? Um, is it the season three part where he rolls up and is like, eat some food, and then we just talk about who needs to get killed? That was a really good one. <laughs> I don't know. I liked a lot of the scenes when he was beating people. Yeah. Because he liked doing that. <laughs> God, his last scene with his son is so sad. <laughs> Oh, Empire now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what was his name? Jerry. Uh, he was the technician, um, the ninth that Predu got shot. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the story came out on the wire that Predu had um, had been accused of trying to kidnap the general, essentially. Yeah, and Control finds out. Mm-hmm. He freezes because mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh crap!" Just sat silently there. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> He's like, I need my orders. Uh, need yeah. my orders. Then he tried to call Smiley's house, but Ann said he wasn't home. And mm-hmm. then luckily, good old Bill Hayden showed up not long, that long huh. after that. How did he I find out? Convenient. Don't know yet. Um, he, don't know. Him. He got the ticker tape at his uh, club or something. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, or he heard the story. At, uh, yeah, it was, it was not the case. Yeah. Well, it, we don't know that yet. <laughs> he uh, he called the. Hungarian embassy and um, recalled all the Hungarian agents and um, I'm trying to remember what they're oh. trying to get them oh, out. then they go to Predu's apartment yeah but yeah they were trying to get the, them out of there uh, and the, yeah they wanted to go clean up his apartment before like reporters got there and get any incriminating make sure there are no connections yeah then um, and then he picks up a picture of them two together and he hides it it's the same one co- that um, Connie Sachs had um, when uh, Smiley tells the Pete when he tells uh, Gwilym the story, uh, Peter says Hayden couldn't have heard the news. At his club. How do you know? He's um, like, well, we gotta go. Let's go get him. He's like, no, he was with my wife that night. 
Already was at my house. Yeah. <laughs> and Gilm's like, wait. Huh? Oh. <laughs> and then they go to another flashback of Smiley coming back from a trip. And Hayden's in his kitchen. And he yeah. has like a half unwrapped present. I forgot about this. Uh, like, earlier... Yeah, it's a half unwrapped present. And it's like a painting. And earlier in the movie, when we were first introduced to Smiley... Or like, while he's doing his retirement thing, he's going around his house. And he there's a shot of him just kind of like looking at that picture. And at the time, I was like, this is weird. Why yeah. did they do that? And then they showed the part where that was a gift from Bill Hayden. Bill Hayden. Like called Birth. Yeah. Who was also in lots of stuff. Can you name even one? Nope. Harry Potter. No. Batman. No. <laughs> we'll just wait. We'll wait till you guys get some. Lord of the Rings. Nope. Anything famous? Yeah. What? Won an Oscar, so what kind of, what kind of uh, genre? Drama. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You already said that, moron. <laughs> Give a hint. No, I'll just go through something. <laughs> Charles, you've seen Kingsman, Secret Service. Oh, I thought we already said all this. <laughs> this is part two. Oh. Of part one. Who knows? He's in the original one and the new one. The King's coming out. <laughs> the King's sequel. Man. Yeah. You made it sound like it's a remake. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the Imitation Game. He's not. Um, he's in the King's Speech. <laughs> he's in uh, the English what? Patient. Been in cover matches in the Imitation Game. Um, yeah, but so is the Peter Perdueer. Yeah, been in cover matches. No, so is the <laughs> Perdue or whatever his name is. You get shot at the beginning. We're not Did talking you? about him, you goose. No. He's in Pride and Prejudice. Pretty famous for that. Um, but yeah, he's a well-known actor, guys. You heard his name when the credits came up. <laughs> I couldn't have pointed it. You couldn't like, have pointed it out from The Kingsman? Probably not. Have you seen The Kingsman? Uh-huh. Is it good? Yeah. It's awesome. First one or second one? I haven't seen the second one. Okay. second one's not out yet at time of recording. <laughs> Maybe when this is on. <laughs> this is air. on. On air. You know, online, right? Both. Both? Yeah, airways. We're going to do a radio show. <laughs> we have to do AM radio. Brought to you by Filkafish. Filkafish. <laughs> the only fish you need. Filkafish. What do you wish? But yeah, I was like, oh, that's why they show that painting. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, secretly trying to put his shoes on underneath the table. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he... <laughs> it was really funny. That's the thing that got you excited? <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. This whole two parts. <laughs> Couldn't get you to feign enthusiasm for any other part of it. <laughs> He's trying to... When he almost got caught. Why did he put him on before? Because he had to, sex. Because he, he had to, like, hurry up to get dressed because he saw that Smiley was coming in. Jump out the window. <laughs> His shoes would still be there. <laughs> Throw it all out at one time. And Smiley would ask where the painting come from. It fell. <laughs> the what? It fell. It fell. <laughs> it was a new painting. 
Um, so yeah, he's it was like on the wall at one point and it fell down. <laughs> he, t- he tells Smiley they just like drop by to give it to him, and he's like, he's in the neighborhood. He's like, I don't know where your wife is. I think she's upstairs. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got in somehow, but you know, it's whatever. Take it forever, Smiley's huh? just like, I'm uh, the best spy. <laughs> he just looks over down at his. He tries to put his shoes on. <laughs> he had red socks on. <laughs> Is this your favorite scene in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. He's like, um, bought this painting. It's pretty ugly. But your wife said it <laughs> seemed to like, think it was cool or something. Yeah. It's, it reminds me to like it. <laughs> so yeah, they're like clearly banging. And uh, now we're going to school where Pre-Do is at. Yeah. And I have the last clip ever <laughs> but uh they're playing a little game of a uh, tag with a car on the soccer field I guess. they're all whiffing it uh chubby boy <laughs> they still call him chubby boy in this. his name's bill roach <laughs> maybe that's why they called him chubby boy like, bill roach is not a very good name what's <laughs> calling bill can you drive There's around? Another bill, what, was the, what was the game of chasing the car? <laughs> they said something about like whipping the car or like. <laughs> you would do it. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't care about the kids. <laughs> no, like in middle school, you'd be chasing a car, whipping it. Gather! This is our field. Okay, so yeah, they're doing that, and then. Smiles. Then Predu brings over Bill, and uh, here's the scene. Do, 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 do. He sees Smiley across the street. Call him Jumbo. Again, I thought maybe this was just more of like, hey, kid, I'm going to teach you how to pay attention to stuff. Um, that's pretty suspicious. I'm a spy, so I noticed that guy's not. Maybe he thought he was the mole. <gasps> he wasn't sure. We find out that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that guy that they're talking about is Smiley. I don't know if we've pointed that out or not. <laughs> He decides to go talk. He or he goes to talk to Predu, and um, Predu relates that Control told him about the mole, and he thought he was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Control said he knew it was one of five guys. He lined up the chess pieces: Alan, who was Tinker; Hayden, who was Taylor; Bland, Soldier; Esterhouse, Poor Man. And Predu said, and then Predu goes, and the fifth, Control. Smiley. Um, there's, let's see, what's my. Okay. The chess pieces Control uses in the film are Carla as the White Queen. Got it. Aline, who is Tinker, as the White Rook. Mm-hmm. 
Hayden Taylor as a white bishop, bland soldier, <laughs> as a black, black. knight king. king. Esther House, the poor man, is a black knight. And Smiley, the beggar man, is a white. Nope. Black. Mm hmm. <laughs> I'd say it, but I don't know. Really? I don't know. Oh. Rook. Queen. Uh, later on, Smiley uses Polyakov as the black bishop. Um, using the same piece for Smiley, That's Carla hints at the mastermind status and rivalry. The queen is the most powerful piece in chess. Using the same piece for Hayden and Polyakov hints at their connection. Get it? In New Hall. So now we go back to another flashback of uh, Purdue, even though he thought it was crazy, decided to go on the boot yeah. test mission. Uh, the waiter panics. Sweaty boy. Ken's favorite character. Because um, <laughs> uh, the Russians really only wanted to kidnap Purdue. They didn't want to shoot him. <laughs> yeah. But he was walking away. Pretty much immediately, I think even at the beginning, the guy who was meeting with him, like actually sitting at the table with him, was like, we wanted him alive! Yeah. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> you sweaty fool! <laughs> Uh, they drive him to a military hospital and then put him on a plane and he's like, I knew by the stars we were going east. Yeah. Um, which Soviet Union. And, uh, they tortured him for weeks, maybe mm-hmm. months. They say he held out as long as he could. They used auditory torture, like screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and they beat him up. <laughs> yep. What would you use to torture someone? Um, go. <laughs> uh, water. I would give him a lot of cheese. I'd let them hang out with you two for I'd fill, I'd fill their belly up with cheese, and then I would put, like, a heater right next to it, so that cheese melts in their belly. Whoa. Does that work? It's not kind of fun, actually. So you would just treat it as an experiment? <laughs> I, mean, I like cheese, though. If anything, I assume you two would actually end up killing the person that you're trying to get information from. Yeah. Give it to us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just do that with your Looks mouth? Like you were right. I think that was supposed to be him stabbing the kid. <laughs> Duh, you don't know what that noise is? Idiot. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, um, Smiley's like, did you tell him? Yeah, I did. Everything. <laughs> yeah. I told him out as long as I could. <laughs> he did tell him one thing, though. What was it? The, um, the fact that there might be a mole. Yeah. yeah. Well, he asked him if they got or he out. Knew... If, like, they got the people out. And yeah. Smiley's like, no, they were blown. Yeah. <laughs> they all died. <laughs> it doesn't say they all died. Yeah, no, they're all blown. Those the story out. was that he told all of them to save himself. But... And this is yeah. where the Ileana comes back into play. Mm-hmm. She yeah. gets shot right in front of her. Well, a little man who turns out to be Carla comes in. Man like a priest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the real torture started. Yeah. They try to keep quiet about the mole, but that was a joke because the Russians already knew about <laughs> yeah. it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they just wanted to know how far control got into the investigation. And yeah. they bring out Ariana and they ask her, they ask him if. Do you know her? It's like, no. All right. Bang, 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 bang. Why do you think they killed her? It's a message. What's that message? They said, like, you do want to mess with the Russians. 
<laughs> Excuse me? Uh, it's just, uh, it was in that movie we watched. <laughs> it was a scene. They didn't say that, though. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. Were you on your phone during this part? No. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't on my phone at all. You were, at one point. At the end, because I didn't check what time it was. Mm-hmm. And other stuff. <laughs> but it wasn't very long. There it is. Um, and Smiley asks, did they ask about me? Yeah. He's like, yeah, they did. And he's like, what He had a cigarette say? lighter, and he was like showing it off like, yeah. ooh, what's this? Ooh, look at this. He was like, he said <laughs> something like he for sure made sure I saw it. This <laughs> is bragging. <laughs> You just shot a person in front of me. <laughs> I don't care about a cigarette. And then they're like, "All right, we're done with you. Go back to Britain." Mm-hmm. And uh, well, they go to the cafe again, and they show that uh, Carla was there. Yeah, the whole time. Because yeah, they do a zoom in zoom on, on the light. cigarette lighter, baby. To George, all my love. And, and then um, when Predu finishes his stories, like is odd they sent me back to england i was debriefed at the nursery which is like i guess the rehabilitation whatever or holding yeah. and then he had a visitor easter man esther house esther house and gave, gave him some money gave him a thousand pounds and a car and a car which they talked about earlier yeah that was what he used to get to the orphanage he's like school. he's already dead why are we paying him how you do that <laughs> use that money to start a family <laughs> go home eat your family <laughs> Eat some pizza. Live in England. Start a family. <laughs> um, and Hester House told him that he was dead, and he can't come back. Yeah, <laughs> get out <of> here. <laughs> and to forget about Tinker Taylor. And um, Smile was like, "How did Esther House know about Tinker Taylor?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then we go to Smiley. He's listening to the tapes of Ricky because he'd been interviewing him, obviously, and. Putting the pieces together. Uh, there's a quote that he goes over again and again that Ricky said. Yeah, it's a whole bunch. Something about the... Iriana told me that Moscow was the, laughing at us. Everyone on the top floor was laughing. Mm-hmm. That Moscow was laughing at us. Yeah. Because they, they say everything Circus thinks is gold is shit. Yeah. Bomb, bomb. Dumb. Bomb. Bomb. <laughs> 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 so Smiley goes to meet with Lacan again, who's our uh, Mission Impossible friend. Uh, <laughs> if you listen to part one, if it's out, <laughs> and the minister. And um, Smiley brings up the top secret townhouse where uh, Alaline meets I like Polyakov. Because this is where he's starting to get to kind of be like, hey, you guys remember how you got me fired? Yeah. Well,. The minister says, I told you to keep your nose out of witchcraft. And <laughs> Smiley says, you think Polyakov's role is to bring... Well, he's like, I'm just doing what this guy told me to do, yeah. essentially. <laughs> of to find the mole, and I'm following yeah, he says something Control's like, footsteps. Yeah, yeah. He told me to follow Control's footsteps, and then he's like, that was bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> you think Polyakov's role is to bring information to you. Polyakov, you didn't listen to part one because you're stupid, uh, <laughs> is the informant. For, that the British think is bringing them information that they're like swapping information yeah. um, uh, is to bring information to you his real role is to receive information for Carla because um, mm-hmm. the minister argues that Polyakov has provided them with valuable information but Smiley says it's garbage it's like just enough valuable stuff against them, like amongst the chicken feed to just, enough, just enough to trust them yeah 
but like no more than that. So they can get to the Americans. Because Control didn't believe in witchcraft because it was yeah. like too easy. So that's why. But you shoved them out because you were greedy and you opened the door to Carla. The gold Carla let you have wasn't to lure you. It was to lure the Americans. Which uh, didn't work. Basically, we won the war, baby. Polyakov is a double-crosser who pretends to pass on valuable information to the British so they can work with the Americans, and which opens up the door for the mole to steal intel from the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind so, of... like, the whole time they didn't care about... I mean, like, getting the British information was great and all, but they didn't really care about getting British information. They were yeah. just using the British to get to the American information. Yeah. <laughs> so... And... That's when the prime minister's like, oh, man, God damn it. <laughs> I can't remember what he, when this happens, but I remember laughing a little bit because, like, uh, Smiley says something. Like, they say the line about the gold, and then Smiley says something that's, like, a variation on that about, like, what the gold meant to them. Mm-hmm. And he has this look on his face like, oh, man, that was, that was a good line. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to be cocky. <laughs> Funny thing about uh, John Lacare, which that's his pen name. Um, he was also in intelligence, and he based um, the guy who turns out to be the mole on this, and the guy who turned him in, <laughs> like who <laughs> gave up his information, because this is loosely based on the um, Cambridge Five traders. I don't know if you know about them, but they were KGB moles within the SIS. Um, it's a whole interesting story um, that ties into imitation game, which Patrick referenced at one point. Um, you don't remember an imitation game? There's a spy. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. seen that movie. It's good. It's okay. Kind of structured. Eh, not a huge fan of it, but it's okay. Like you said, Do you, have you seen it? I haven't. Oh, about computers. So yeah, uh, the minister says, but what can we do then? Because now Smiley's got the cards, essentially, and Smiley just turns and says, kill him. We have one thing the mole wants, and then because of a hard cut to Ricky, (laughs) (laughs) I go to Paris. (laughs) I want your word that I get, we get the girl, and I'm done. (laughs) And this was the part where I was talking about in the future episode we're going to record, that um, (laughs) Smiley didn't know everything because... He was just kind of shocked. Not shocked, but like, I will do everything I can to make sure that happens. He doesn't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's like, I'll do my utmost, Ricky. Because he like pauses. Because uh, he knows that she's dead. Yeah. And um, he doesn't tell her. Yeah. Uh, or tell him. Yeah. Because he wants to, he says he wants to start a family. He doesn't want to end up like these yeah. guys all yes. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we go to Esther House, who is um, leaving headquarters. And we have this cool shot of like the elevator opening. And, yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention the freaking <laughs> part one. God damn it! <laughs> uh, why we played the Mister Wu is a oh yeah clear. yeah we didn't uh, um, Bland uh, was that his name? Yeah, Roy Bland. Uh, he's also singing it, so that implies that he was listening in on. The phone call as well. Yeah, it's as Peter's leaving, he takes the freight elevator thing down. And as he's, like, walking by to get to it, Bland walks by and he's whistling the song. So, mm-hmm. you know, he heard everything that was on the phone call. Right. 
So that's part of the reason he's super worried that everybody's listening to this song. So feel free to judge us for playing that song for no reason in the first part. <laughs> this is your reward for coming back for part two. <laughs> to hear about that scene but that you watched in the movie if you watched it. Okay, so this scene's pretty important. So I'm going to try and not slow down too slow, but it's kind of complicated. Of Esther House getting picked up by Peter. Yeah. With the elevator opening up. He was standing behind him because he was coming out of the elevator. Yep. And, um... He uh, takes him to his car, and uh, Smiley walks up. Yep. And then Esther House is like, hey. The nondescript fourth guy is also with him. Was it B-Man? I don't think it was. was I don't think it was, yeah. But he's just like... Smiley has kind of a team, like, like, not really characters, but just sort of other agents that he has with him. Maybe they're (laughs) (laughs) B-Mans. Like, the people he's recruited. Esther House definitely is, at that point, like, hmm... (laughs) Dang it! Because they take him, then they take him to a airstrip in the middle of nowhere, and they haven't given him any context of what's happening or like why they're taking him there, like why they're going to the specific spot. Him and Smiley and Esther House get out of the car, and Smiley says, "I want to talk about loyalty, Toby, and because uh, Control recruited you, and he found you starving in a, I guess, a museum in Vienna." And then Peter drives off. Yeah, and they're just a staying want- on this runway now. A wanted man. He saved your life. Yet when the time came for you, for you to pick sides uh, between him and Aline, you didn't hesitate. Um, and it's like, I guess that's your that's, that makes sense given your war experience. You survived because your your ability to change sides. I think he said something like, master. "Yeah, I don't even fault you." <laughs> <laughs> and Estraus is like, "What is this about?" <laughs> And is it it's about, about which master you've been serving. <laughs> is it about here that the next thing starts happening? Where a plane starts landing? Yeah, a plane starts <laughs> landing in the background. Yeah. And kind of like, you see it kind of like getting closer and closer to them as the scene goes on. Mm-hmm. So someone's been talking about files. They were delivered to Polyakov. And Esther House confirms that, yeah, I delivered them. But so did Aline. And so did Hayden. And so did Bland. And as the plane's like getting closer, Astros is like looking scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of starting to like taxi yeah. over them uh, at this point. Uh, and things aren't always as they seem. George um, Moscow thinks Polyakov is working for them, so every now and then uh, we give them the odd file just to keep his, their bosses happy or his bosses happy. And Smiley's like, I know about Operation Richcraft. <laughs> and then Esther House is like, damn it, <laughs> he starts to like beg, please, I don't deserve this. <laughs> Uh, Smiley says um, who gave you the message about Tinker Taylor and Estras I don't remember Bland well, yeah, he says somebody I don't first know who. and then he starts panicking yeah. he's like I, I'm not sure meaning like you're just the messenger you're running between the mole I know who all about your like secret source and uh, and I know something you don't I know who he is dun 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 Carla Oh no! And they send him off. One of you's been, him. one of you's been giving Polyakov the crown jewels and Estrella. Who? Estrella. Estrella. Why are you getting the name? Are you getting the names wrong purposefully? No. Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley, um, he says you picked the wrong side, bro. And he's like, don't send me back. Starts crying. So he didn't. Do he says, I am loyal. I am loyal. Don't send me back, please. And Smiley says, give me the address. Yeah. Where, do you, meet, where do you meet Polyakov? I don't know if they sent him back. Do you think they did? 
Because we don't see him again after the scene. I don't think so. Since he, he, gave him the... he doesn't go to the meeting that they had. Scare him? Later, though. Yeah, to scare him. That they're going to take him back to. If he didn't hold, yeah. they're going to send him away. So, I don't know if they send him back. He's, he's not at the secret meeting that they have later. Yeah. Um, so we cut to Ricky in Paris. And he's following a dude in a white car. Or he gets in a car with uh, another British man. He's got a gun. Yeah. Take, uh, take me there, down. moon man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, take, he takes him to, the Brit- to a British safe house, essentially. Yeah. And um, he has the agents there send a, a coded message. Telegraph. Yeah. It says Ricky Tar claims to have information vital to the safeguarding of the service. And back in London, Peter's outside of headquarters. And Smiley waits inside the townhouse. Wait. No, I think Peter is at yeah, the Peter's townhouse. Peter's at the townhouse, too. B-Man is B-Man's the... there. Yeah. This guy with the... Summary didn't do good. He forgot about B Man. <laughs> I don't remember his name now, but <laughs> let me look again. It See, is... like I said, he only did like three things, but they're all super important. M- Mendel, this is his last thing. Uh, <laughs> he's watching the outside to see who, who shows yeah, up. Yeah, who shows up to headquarters. Who got worried that Ricky said yeah, he had the, important information? It's Tinker, Taylor, and Soldier, essentially, of Aline, Bland, and Hayden. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and they all roll up in taxis. And yeah. uh, they meet, and then they leave. And um, B-Man calls Smiley and says they're, they've all left, and someone should be coming to the townhouse soon. Did we, I guess we didn't talk about the townhouse, did we? Uh, we talked about it a little bit, like they were getting the funding for it. Well, no, like, we didn't talk about like the setup that they had. No, 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 we didn't talk about that. You, you two run through that real quick. Uh, from what I remember, there was, a, like, they had another, like, kind of handler person there whose job it was to, like, screen people. Um I don't remember why she decided to tell these guys this, but well, they've they clearly proven that they're agents. So yeah, yeah. I, I would assume that's why. Um, so she kind of walks them through the procedure, and it's basically like we go to this room. There's a mic here, like kind of up in the ceiling. There's a camera somewhere in the room, I think, and then there's like a vent on the window that they if open it's up. Open it, safe. Yeah, if it's closed, don't come in. And um. They, uh, Peter and Smiley start working together to like figure out. Peter's not there though. No, I thought whenever they were the very first time, whenever they were walking around, like it showed, like, uh, Smiley went into another room hmm. and was like listening for something while like Peter was walking around because he was the one walking around talking, like, he was like getting the mic readings and stuff. Uh, he was saying, doing some quote or something over the sun the burning dies blah 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 it flies i don't remember that um well, and then they're finding out the setup of the yeah of the room essentially and then at some point he steps on something that makes a noise and uh smiley like knocks on the door or like on the wall on the other side and then like um peter's like he kind of like makes no of the spot i think so they can be more sneaky like and stuff we cut back to Ricky, and they get a telegraph back that essentially says, require clarification before meeting your request. And it's yeah. like, that's out of line. <laughs> you keep stalling, you idiots. <laughs> like, and he tells, I guess, Ben was his name. And he's like, you need to watch out for your bosses because these guys fucking suck. <laughs> yep, yep. 
Um, so a car pulls up to the townhouse. And Smiley hears Polyakov and someone else, like they're talking in Russian. And then Smiley sneaks in closer. He takes off his shoes. Yeah. So he's sneaky snake. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky Smiley. And Peter, who's outside, uh, rushes in. Um, gun drawn, creeps upstairs. Polyakov is, he's talking to someone. He's like, you're going to be a hero when you get back. And we have like a medal waiting for you. Yeah. Something because at this point, obviously, and then they like pan into the room, and Smiley's already gone in there. We like don't have any of the action of like him confronting yep. him. He's, He's just, just sitting in the chair, and like he, not even pointing the gun at yeah. uh, like at the mole. Just <laughs> like he knows he has it, and he knows he has him. Yeah, it's very um, mundane. Uh, it's not highly dramatic at this point. It's sort of like I wouldn't say anticlimactic, but yeah, um, it was almost sad. like the. The excitement for the movie was figuring out who did it, and like the rest of this part is just wrap up for them. I'm just finding like, out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they do a handover, and it's Bill, Bill Hayden. Hayden Taylor. Taylor. Tinker Taylor. The guy Bill who. Um, <laughs> another thing we forgot because <laughs> this uh, uh, summary didn't note it out, but I don't want to talk shit on the summary. It helped quite a bit. Uh, Smiley initially dismissed Bill Hayden because yeah. he thought it would be like, I guess he thought people would, he, he should automatically assume it's him because he has a reason not to trust him because he was cheated. His wife, he, he yeah. seduced his wife essentially. I thought, I thought that was right here where Bill brings that up. He says, like, well, no, uh, he's talking to Peter about it earlier. And oh like, yeah. It's yeah. not him because he was with, He's not the mole because he was at, with my wife at that time. Yeah, yeah. But um, then Bill brings it up later. Yeah, uh, we'll yeah we'll get to that in a minute, a few minutes actually. Um, so yeah, it's Bill Hayden. Uh, the whole time, freaking Colin Firth. Yep. What well, movies was there, what was he in again? Dunkirk. Kingsman. No. <laughs> Dunkirk. <laughs> Tom Hardy was in Dunkirk. Kingsman. So now we get the wrap-up scene, which um, actually I lied earlier. The ending is my favorite scene of the movie, but um, I'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, Alline's walking out of the prison complex where they're keeping Hayden, and Smiley walks in. Uh, Alline's like, damn it, you're right, man. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> he doesn't say that. Well, it's just uh, conveyed in a look. I liked, I liked that part, too, because like earlier, whenever... Outline had kind of won and got to be in charge of the agency and everything had gotten smiley kicked out indirectly he was very like kind of like snappy about it and like kind of rubbing it in their face like right i won like i did what you couldn't do i'm better than you like thought you were all that i'm i'm in charge now yeah and whenever it's now been reversed smiley just kind of walks by and it's like (laughs) <laughs> like he doesn't need to rub in the fact that he won because he won yeah. Like. Um, yeah so now we get the scene between uh, Bill and Smiley and, in the jail a really uh, small jail it's just like a holding cell or yeah, a holding area he's got like a one bedroom apartment or something yeah. Yeah. you can go outside I guess whenever you want well it's there's a fence <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean it's jail there's a barbed wire on it well it's not like he's a convict Where's he gonna go? <laughs> uh, Prison. <laughs> I'll just send him back to Moscow. Um, he said he's gonna miss cricket. Cricket. Yeah. And he wants Smiley to do some housekeeping for him. There's a girl. Give her some money. 
cover story. Tell her I loved her. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. There's a boy, too. Yeah, he, if, said, he said something like, if it makes it easier, tell her I loved her. Yeah, it's all there. No, there's a boy, too. Um, give him a couple of dollars and tell him to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, and Smiley says, I did have one or two questions about Predu. And Peyton gets, like, defensive, and he's like, I got him out. I got him back, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> and Smiley says, uh, did he did he come to see you before he left for... Um, <laughs> I almost said hungry because we can't. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ken. Hungaria. Yeah, Hungaria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hungary. Uh, on his mission. And um, he said, yes, he did. He did. And Hayden was ashamed because he and Predu were friends. Um, and uh, Smiley says, was it to do what? To warn you? Because he, he knew, knew the whole time. Deep, like deep, deep down. down. He, like, didn't implicitly know. He just suspected. Yeah. Um, and, kind of uh, like, if there's a mole, it's probably you. Yeah. And Hayden responds, so did you. And I had to pick a side. It was an aesthetic choice as much as a moral one. The West has become ugly. It's, it's pretty ugly colors. Probably <laughs> no prettier than Russia, though, to be honest. Um and Smiley says, did Carl ever consider making or having you take over the circus like to be at the top of it? It's like, I'm not his bloody office boy. Smiley, <laughs> like his first yelling scene. What are you then? <laughs> Hayden responds, I'm someone who's made his mark. And Smiley's like, um, yeah, I've had one. <laughs> there's anything, is there anything you want me to pass on to my wife that you were sleeping with? <laughs> asshole. Then Hayden this is where he confirms, like, this is, there was nothing personal. I just hope you understand that. Carla said you were good. The one we really? had to worry about. <laughs> but you had a blind spot. And if uh, I was known as... <laughs> if I was known as Anne's lover, you wouldn't be able to see me straight. And he was right. I just said from earlier. Up to a point. And Smiley's like, yeah, up to a point. So, yeah, that's why Smiley's like... Damn it, why did I tell him about my wife? <laughs> now he knows. And in the final trilogy of these books, uh, Smiley finds out that Carla has an illegitimate daughter. And he turns, he does the exact same thing. Whoa. They switch sides, or they switch to where, like, Smiley is now, like, the cold calculating one to, like, uh-huh. pick off of, or exploit a familiar, familial relation. Um, and so to speak, tables have turned. Yeah. Spoilers. Smiley ultimately wins in the end and beats Carl. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so and then we go back to the school Purdue. where Predu is like drinking and smoking because he's heard about Hayden getting yeah found out. Chubby kid <laughs> says that on here. Even up to the end, Bill Roach, little Bill Roach. Right, he comes to visit him and he says, "I made you a present. It's something carved. I don't know what it was. I don't either. Yeah, it's so weird. Just something carved out of wood." wood. <laughs> Breed upset. And he's like, "I don't want you hanging around here anymore. Get here. Get away from me. Rat. Just go play. <laughs> Damn you." He said, "Why do you think around. he's so upset? Or why is he like not wanting to interact with this kid anymore?" Again, I kind of talked about it a little bit. I thought I, I kind of interpreted this earlier on as him kind of like just being a spy so his instincts are to like train up another spy mm-hmm. so like even though he's not working he's still kind of working for the company like training the next guy mm-hmm. 
and then now he's kind of been hurt by the stuff and he doesn't want anything to do with life so he definitely doesn't want to put like another kid in life but maybe that's not remotely right at all what about you Patrick? I don't know he's just a jerk (laughs) (laughs) so now we go into my favorite scene I really like this ending quite a bit because there's no dialogue in it at all Um, it's sort of just a a wordless epilogue Um, so we go back to the Christmas party and at the end of the evening when everyone's like everything's winding down we have Hayden and he's watching Predew yeah. and their eyes meet and they have like it's like smile at each other and then when uh, Cuts back Hayden back. looks away uh, Predew gets like an uncomfortable look on his face because that's I think he suspects him being the mole uh-huh. essentially um, then we go to the prison we go to the present day again where uh, Hayden is like standing outside of his uh, prison complex building mm-hmm. thing and he's looking through the mesh wire and Predu he came to visit he did he did with, a sniper, with a sniper rifle <laughs> oh <laughs> and uh Hayden's like watching him through the and, but he doesn't like say anything and then yeah. Predu takes aim and shoots him in the yeah. head uh oh, tear goes now yeah kills him uh, well in more ways than one because yeah. he shoots him like in his tear ducts and yeah. then uh Predu cries <laughs> yes because that's his best friend slash possibly lover uh we don't know not explicitly said and um he's dead so we go to ricky who's out in the rain yeah we get this sense of maybe he's been told that she's dead and he's stuck in this now <laughs> we don't know um then we go to connie Sachs, who's just looking out her window um smiley obviously did not come back <laughs> comfortableness i wouldn't either uh, <laughs> uh smiley goes back home and uh he sees there's someone in the kitchen. Yeah, we can't apply it. It's obviously probably Anne. Yeah. He goes in and touches her shoulder like he did earlier, which is, I guess, their thing. And then we go to headquarters, back to headquarters, uh, where Smiley's walking up the stairs, and he sees Peter, and they don't acknowledge each other. They yeah. just sort of see each other. But when Smiley passes Peter, Peter smiles. Yeah. Um, and then Smiley takes his seat at control takes control's old seat because he is now the head of the circus and all during this is this song i'm just gonna play it we can talk over it if you want and that's the end of tinker taylor soldier spy it's wait wrong clip anyway just keep talking i like this one it was fun you like the movie yeah that's an ad (laughs) so let's we got some time let me put this song on it's la mer it's Beyond the Sea, you know, another language, obviously. The reason they picked this song is because the director was like, "What's something that Smiley would listen to?" <laughs> um, I like this song. Um, so this is just like I'd be like, "I'm a spy." I'm a spy. Be- never heard Beyond the Sea. <laughs> Somewhere beyond the sea, I'm a spy. Spy. For me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy this movie. I, I, I didn't love it, but um, unlike you guys, I will put it on just to have a movie on. <laughs> uh, I've seen it a few times now, um, mainly just to unpack everything because I saw it in a theater and I missed some crucial things. And given by the fact that we had to split this into two things, I guess you at home should also recognize there's a lot going on in this movie. <laughs> so let's talk about what we liked. Um, the most 
for me, I think it did a good job of providing, like, a good amount. Like, it fed you information the entire time. I thought at, like, a decent enough pace to keep me interested, mm. even though it's really long. Yeah. Um, which, I, that was really cool, I thought. Like, I enjoyed just getting the puzzle pieces as they kind of fell into place and everything. Right. I thought I did a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Patrick? Uh, story. story. Check. Woo! Acting. Uh, good music. Check. Oh, you like the score, or do you just like the song score. choices? Uh, I didn't really score. The score didn't really do anything for me this time. Um, good acting. Check. Yeah. Um, I mean, you would hope there was good acting, given the level of talent that's in this movie. <laughs> so that's good. Three checks. Yeah. Three check movie. Alec Guinness, originally. Well, I don't know if there's any more, but I I, like I've seen the mini series of... I guess you guys obviously haven't, but there is a mini series from the '70s that Alec Guinness, aka Obi Wan Kenobi, played George Smiley. Well, um, that one obviously a little bit more developed. I think there's some differences too, but because um, it's a pretty complex book, obviously. Um, but yeah, I enjoy this movie's subtlety. Um, enjoy. I think its pacing is pretty well, or it's pretty good, I should say. Um, given there's so much shit that goes on <laughs> and so many characters and there's literally nothing you can really skip over because every little aspect of it is important. Um, it makes you feel like a spy. <gasps> yeah, look at the details. Everything. Everything. It's a spy. And the ending is so good just because it wraps up all of those plot lines wordlessly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get Smiley taking his rightful spot up at the top of of the circus and getting back with his wife Ricky uh, it's, it's the shit <laughs> it's like shit um, him and I, I really like that little exchange between him and Peter of like we basically went through all this shit together and mm-hmm. we can't ever discuss it but it's enough that we we're, we succeeded yeah yeah um, they both feel like they did some really good work yeah um, but it's, you know, it's spy work, so it's not glorious, like Bobby Roode. Glorious. Um, what did we not like? Length. Yeah. Hmm. Long. What would you cut out? I don't think you can cut out anything. <laughs> so it's just a matter of an inevitable... An ed- I would have liked some more action, but... I wonder if you'd almost do this as, like, two movies? Well, it's, it is a miniseries, too. Yeah. I... That might be more digestible. I could see where you could find some spots to kind of break stuff up with a good... Like a Netflix show? Yeah. Would you hope that they do a sequel with this cast again? That'd be cool, yeah. I don't know. I don't think this movie exactly broke bank at the office, box office, but I'm sure it made money. Um, I would definitely like to see Gary Oldman play Smiley again. I'm not sure how many characters come back, per se, in sequels. Um, Smiley's People is the second one. Um but yeah, I guess I could agree with you guys on the length. Um, but that's <laughs> there's literally nothing you could cut. I'm sure they had a hell of a time you know, like adapting this movie. Uh, let's see, there's something I wanted to mention. Uh, one of the, you guys fill in fill in the dead air with your talking. Talk to each other about the movie. 
What did you like, Ken? The owl. That part was fun. Why? It made this movie made sixty million dollars in Whoa. the theaters. Woo! Profit wise. So what was the budget? Twenty. Uh, one million. Just top of my head. Just guessing. He's looking at his phone. Eighty point six is probably how much they made. So. Oh, it's dedicated to one of the screenwriters. Say Bridget O'Connor. The one that said for oh, Bridget. Yeah. She passed away before it finished. Oh. One of the production companies is called Carla Films. So it's a front. What? Uh, there's a mole in the movie making. Did you have a favorite character out of the cast of thousands? <laughs> probably Purdue. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably. Why is he your favorite? and he like was funny i guess do you think that he was pretty funny do you think they were lovers uh, i don't know they're probably just friends they, i know though it's kind of whatever i don't think it changes it too much if they were mm-hmm. yeah. best friends are practically lovers <laughs> He looked right at Ken. Oh! I looked at both of you guys. He stared at Ken. I was going to make a joke about you two being best friends, and then and I thought I probably shouldn't do that. I don't have any friends. Funny. Uh, I ain't got friends. I got family. <laughs> um, I was going to say. I, I, I'm trying to think of who I would say is my favorite. Um, the author has a cameo in this. You'll never have guessed who he plays. Old British man. <laughs> he's in the, uh, I believe he's in the Russian uh, linen Santa scene. He's in the like, uh-huh. agent that stands up. Um, Being old. Yeah, because there aren't there aren't enough old British men in this movie already. <laughs> uh, I really like Benedict Cumberbatch in this movie. He's got um, a funny haircut. It's the seventies. All of them had funny haircuts. <laughs> well, he did. Purdue had a, like a, obviously a wig on. <laughs> like, I don't know if you see Mark Strong, he, he ain't got no hair. <laughs> but it was still like a balding. <laughs> yeah. I've been like, come on, if I'm wearing a wig, just give me a full head of hair, guys. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come give on. me that Carol wig. <laughs> Gary Oldman also. Um, not his best performance, in my opinion, but a, obviously a really good one. Um, Worthy. Not one that I even come to mind and say, like, he deserves an Oscar for that one. But I'm glad he got he finally got the recognition after however many years he's been at it. Quite a while. Um, so I guess you guys can give your stars now if you want. On go. Wait. Uh, three, two, one, then say it. On go. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Three, three, okay. <laughs> Going to give your star virginity away. Can... Three, two, one. Six point five. Whoa! What's why? Why what? Why did you give it that score? I don't know. You have to know it's you good did rating. it. Best rating yet, actually. I don't know. I thought you gave something else that. Oh well, then six point seven. I thought you gave her like a six point five. No. Ken might have. Actually, Ken's not a fan of the point system. I Man, I'd probably call it a seven. I wouldn't mind. I would. I could stretch it to a seven. Would you watch it again? Not now. Well, no. I mean, like, would you watch it again? <laughs> of all like, the movies I mean, that we will watch, I would watch this one again. Yeah. I would say that. Ken's not his head in, in agreement. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd definitely watch it again at some point. Mm-hmm. But not for fun, probably. 
If someone's like, hey, you want to watch this? Yeah, sure. Yeah, this isn't really exactly a sexy, fun, young person movie. I'm not going to go pop it on while I'm on my couch, you know? Yeah. Um, are you guys a fan of spy movies? Yeah, James Bond. But more action-y spy movies? I can get behind a non-action-y spy movie if it's good. And this one was good, in your opinion. It was decent. <laughs> you just said it was good. If, like if Seven, geez. that's not like good. That's like yeah, a, it is good. Seven's seven like is like a satisfactory. Above average is a seven. Especially our averages with these movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'd call it good compared to what we will watch. Real yeah. good. <laughs> good, Kim. Oh, you like this more than Blade Runner? Yeah. Mm. Blade Runner was like, it was weird. You, you were very disappointed in Blade Runner. It was because you thought it was the second one. <laughs> the second one looks good because it, it looks like it has action. In it. <laughs> we're getting off topic again. We're about to wrap up. Uh, any final thoughts what's on the? Score? What's my score? Yeah. Probably seven. <gasps> we all did the same score. I know Carter Jones, our movie director. Movie boy. Movie boy. He worked on Ninja Turtles, guys. Movie uh, boy genius. Did he also work on the Marvel shows? I think maybe. I he a movie with Hugh Jackman, too. Um, uh, he's our New York buddy who knows about movies. Uh, he really likes this movie. Um, I don't want to misquote him, but he might have said this was his favorite movie of that year. What, what year did it come out? I think 2011. Mm, a lot of good movies in here. Okay, name at least two without looking at your phone. Uh, you know? No. WrestleMania that year. That's a WrestleMania, not a movie. Came out on DVD, so it's technically. No. You want me to name some for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Rise of the Planet of the Apes came out that year. I haven't seen it. Please don't look at your phone, Patrick. That takes away all the fun of this. <laughs> Say some stuff. I am, you moron. Super 8 came out that year. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 4. Nah. Uh, Midnight in Paris, X-Men First Class. Ugh. 4. Nah. Hugo, Captain America, first one. Nothing's like blowing me away. Drive point. came out that year. I really like that movie. Um... Hmm. Sherlock Holmes, two, Bridesmaids, The Help, Rango, uh, Paul. I think came out that year. The Seth Rogen Alien movie with <laughs> Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Fast Five. The best of the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> yeah. So That's it sounds like this. It, it sounds like Patrick. This movie was a little bit of a, this year. Movie year was a little bit of a dry spell. Wouldn't you say? Unless you were a fan of the Smurfs. No. Or Mo- Moneyball came out that year. Did you see that? Mm-mm. So you, you, I guess you weren't going to the movies that year, huh? I saw Captain America and Thor. Would you say those were better than this? Yeah. yeah. I adamantly disagree with that. <laughs> it was fine. Captain America, I don't remember all that well. And Thor, I don't think I don't, I'm not even sure I've seen it, and I think I have it. <laughs> I didn't care for the Captain America, but I enjoyed it more probably because it was just fighting and stuff. So you're just a shallow, shallow boy. Nope. You're the shallow boy. I just like movies. No, you like boring action movies. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right. That is Tinker Taylor, Soldier, Spy. Who is the Taylor? Who is the Spy? Who is this Tinker in this equation? I don't know. I think Patrick's obviously Taylor because he is the traitor. Whoa.
Why? And Ken is obviously the dumb dumb. Probably the least developed so uh, soldier. Yeah, that's all I was gonna guess. <laughs> and I'll be Hmm. I'll be Connie Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> drunk and sad (laughs) (laughs) alright so I think our next movie and it will probably be the last one of this set of movies will be a foreign language film either that or another British movie which could basically be a foreign language One Punch Man (laughs) no that's not a movie it's a TV show you moron Um, it's either going to be a separation or atonement Um, I'll let you guys decide right now in this moment What? What were they about? I'm not telling Tell you. Tell me. You're going off the title. What was it? A separation or atonement? Separation or a separation? A separate. <laughs> it, it plays a big role. Tell me how that plays a big role. Just tell me. No, you tell me. It's a good movie, wrong, a bad movie. No, you asked for a clarification. <laughs> you were like, is it a separation or a separation? Yeah, which one is it? Just separation? Or a separation. A separation. Then or the other movie is called Atonement. Atonement. <laughs> you both have to pick, though, Ken. You can't just let Patrick pick. Or do you not care? <laughs> say on three. Okay. On three? On go. Please say the separate. Please say. One, two. <laughs> it's want... not separated. Oh, I was going to say Atonement. <laughs> so we'll go with separation. All right. What? Uh, Ken said his first. <laughs> you were supposed to say it at the same time, and you both failed at that. You failed at you like failed at it. I didn't. I wasn't participating. I was counting down because I said I go, and then you said one, two, three, <laughs> and then go, one, two, three, go. Can we add like a pig squeal right here at this point? <laughs> Not too lazy for that. All right, just imagine that in your head if you're listening right now. <laughs> All right, so now our, our next movie will be a separation, an Iranian film um, from 2011. Might have been my favorite movie from that year, actually. So, yours. What? Yours, not Carter's. I don't know. I'm sure Carter saw it. Carter probably saw it before I did. Uh, <laughs> it was in New York. <laughs> uh, I've been there, done that. Yeah, but you don't live there. So. He <laughs> gestured at me like he had like a, a Trump card or something. Um, okay, so yeah, a separation will be our last movie for season one, episode five, X Files two. Number five. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm having a stroke. What do you want from me? <laughs> okay, so I we unpacked Tinker Tailor, and do you feel smarter now? Sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> enough. Less said the better, I guess. My name's Tyler. My name's Ken. I'm your Tinker Tailor. And we are the, the uncultured Tinkle boys. Tinker Sailors. <laughs> Uncultured swine, baby. I just did the. Never mind. You did the Adam Cole thing? Yeah. The wrestler? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's as good of any time to turn this off. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs)